Blog Talk Radio. Davina Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits, the dreams come true with the right mindset on the Blog Talk Radio Network, and this is Mental Health Month. So today's presentation is four easy tips to reduce anxiety and relax your nervous system. Well, for one thing, anxiety can be created through childhood experiences and what happens in the family, or it can be secondary because it's passed along based on anxiety felt by a parent. So if you struggle with the amount of anxiety, then learning how to relax your nervous system can come in handy, whether it's social anxiety, situational anxiety, chronic anxiety, or an anxiety disorder. Learning and applying anxiety reduction techniques can decrease anxiousness. I spent many years struggling with social anxiety. I could write and express myself on paper like there's no tomorrow. However, when I was face-to-face with people, my anxiety levels would get out of control. Needless to say, isolating became more and more tempting. At the same time, I didn't want to allow anxiety to control my life. So I delved into learning and applying anxiety reduction techniques. And I started doing these things regularly. It's one thing to learn a technique, and it's quite another to actually use it regularly. So before I get into that, what I want to talk about is that we, within us, if you've ever understood different personalities and you've got the Myers-Briggs, you've got the DISC, you've got the colors, and each of them basically say the same thing. And the one that I use is the disc. The D personality and the I personality are very outgoing and extroverts, while the conscientiousness or the C personality and the, well, and the S personality of both introverts. And those people who are introverts have the most problem dealing with anxiety because they are introverts. Many of them have issues relating to people on a one-to-one basis, but they can deal with people as a group. So let's delve into the different personality types 
because I think that can really help you understand where you're coming from and also help you understand just how different personalities work. And the disc, a really interesting personality uh, assessment profile. So let's quickly talk about that because I think it really helps us understand where we're coming from. Because the DISC is a personal assessment tool used by more than 1 million people every year to help improve teamwork, communication, productivity in the workplace. And the common language is everything DISC model, which provides a common language that people use and better understand themselves. So let's talk about how do you raise self-awareness because constructive change begins with self-knowledge. The DISC profiles show you how to respond. Now, I really don't want to get into, but let's quickly talk about the different personality types. People with the D personalities tend to be confident and place an emphasis on accomplishing bottom line results. People with the I personalities tend to be more open and place an emphasis on relationships and influencing or persuading others. People with the S personalities tend to be dependable and place the emphasis on cooperation and sincerity. People with the C personalities tend to place the emphasis on quality, accuracy, expertise, and competency. Now, the thing is also, let's look at it this way, that we all have these different personality types within us but some of them are our strengths, while others are our weaknesses. And understanding how to read them and understanding how to relate to them is very interesting because you have to adapt how you are speaking to different people because if your strength is to be the D or the I, then you're very outgoing. If your strength is the S and the C, then you're very introverted. And what happens is, like, the, the D personality, they feel they can control everything. The I personality is someone that never meets a stranger. They can talk to everyone. The S personality or the steadiness personality is someone that goes by the book in how they do everything and how they relate to people. And the C personality is that person that questions everything and has to make know all the answers before they can make a decision on anything. This is why it's so important to understand your personality and how you relate to people 
because what happens is that triggers that anxiety within you. And when you understand what the triggers are, then it helps you to understand how you can help people. And I want to quickly get into a little bit of the science behind it because all these profiles offer valid scores and accurate feedback to the respondent. Each instrument is designed to provide accurate interpretations of feedback based on individual scores. And how the DISH model works, it's based on the emotions of normal, normal people by Marston. And this is what it says, that while the original theory behind this began with the work of William Moulton, Marston, Wiley has been researching, or rather, Wiley actually bought it out because it was originally put out by John Geyer, and it was Geyer and Associates, and then they changed the name to Performance. Now, it's an individual assessment profile. And I, as a distributor with the company, I use the disk and understand how it's applied because really and truly, if you get into the Myers-Briggs, it becomes very scientific. I mean, it's, it's very, you have to have someone that's a psych, psychometrist to a, to Assess and get to, to give it to you and to interpret it with the disc, you can be given the profile, answer the questions, get the answers, and then have a pretty good idea of your personality type. Now, it was then sold to or uh, was bought out by Carlson Companies and became part of their learning division. Then it went, it, it broke away and became Inkscape Publishing, and then it was bought out by Wiley Publishing, so now it's part of Wiley Publishing, but it was never originally a part of Wiley Publishing. Wiley Publishing just happens to be the distributor of the product now. So the foundation for DISC, was described by William Moulton Marsden in his 1928 book, Emotions of Normal People. And Marsden identified that he called four primary emotions as associated behavioral responses, which today we know as dominance, influence, steadiness, and conscientiousness. Since Marston's time, many instruments have been developed to measure these attributes. And what happens is that, let's break it down into this. The D measures a direct dominant disposition using adjectives such as driven, strong-willed, and forceful. DI which is actually my personality type, or the ID, which means that the interpersonal profile or, or and the very, that person is very outgoing and measures an active 
fast-paced disposition using adjectives such as dynamic, adventurous, and bold. The I measures an interactive, influencing disposition using adjectives such as sociable, lively, and talkative. The IS or SI measures an agreeable, warm disposition using adjectives such as trusting, cheerful, and caring. The S measures an accommodating, steady disposition using adjectives such as con considerate, patient, and soft-hearted. The SC or CS measures a moderate, paced, cautious disposition using adjectives such as careful, soft-working, and self-controlled. C measures a private conscientiousness disposition using adjectives such as analytical, reserved, and unemotional. The CD or the DC measures a questioning, skeptical disposition using adjectives such as cautious, disciplined, and careful. And we aren't just one style. We're a blend of styles. You might have a strong D, but need to move slowly and methodically when working on financial reports. You probably just have to make a more conscious effort, and, and then it would be the S-style colleague. In other words, the DISC is descriptive, not prescriptive, and priorities. So the idea is to understand just how these things work. So the DISC assessment is valid and, the, and accurate because it's got 40 years of research-based assessment experience and 200-plus years of publishing excellence, and not by Wiley, by different companies. But the, the way this is written is because Wiley now owns the disk. But the idea is to understand just how the disk works and just how personalities work and just how they can affect you and your relationships. So let's take a look at this. There are four anxiety reduction techniques that are proving to help me better regulate my nervous system and feel less anxiety. So if you can relate to frazzled nerves, I hope these will help you also. First one is mindfulness. To be mindful means that you pay attention to the present moment. You focus on the now rather than the ruminate about the past or think about the future. These are varying levels of mindfulness. I used to dabble in mindfulness being present occasionally, but it was, wasn't until I started practicing mindfulness daily with intention that I started reaping the benefits of the practice. How can you become more mindful? Stop paying attention to your breath. Notice it. Follow in it and 
Take a deep breath. As you take a deep breath, feel it coming in and feel it going out. Because at the same time, be aware of your body. Scan it from head to toe, seeing it as you feel any sensations. Feel your feet against the ground or your butt in the chair. Be aware of the that you're in. What do you see? What do you hear? What are your feelings? <laughs> you see, it's so easy to live in an autopilot mode, all wrapped up in thoughts. If you're anything like me, staying in the present and staying in your head causes you to feel anxious. What I take time to bring my attention to is my immediate space, including my body and breath. I can relax. I can remind my nervous system that it is safe, that I am safe. So tip a number one. The number one tip for relaxing your nervous system is to practice mindful living. Be in the now as often as you can. Be present when you're making dinner, cleaning up, getting ready in the morning, playing with your kids, and so on. It helps. Let's get back and explain that a little bit, a little bit better so you understand that. that what happens is you're, it's easy to let your mind wander because you could be thinking of 10 different things at the same time. But the idea is to get all of those other things out of your head. And when you get them out of your head, then you're present as to what's happening right here, right now, in the moment. Number two, meditation. Meditation is one technique that is proven to reduce anxiety and stress. In fact, meditation has been around since the ancient days and has been used for relaxation and as a tool for spiritual development. It's quite easy to meditate. The hardest part is to actually make yourself sit quiet for any length of time. In its simplest form, meditation is sitting quietly, focusing on the inhale and the exhale of the breath. The goal is to focus on the present and quiet the mind. I'm sure that you are aware of the thousands of thoughts running through your mind every day. It's difficult to get a quiet moment in the mind, especially in a noisy environment that we live in. The more you focus on going within, observing your breath in and out, the more that your nervous system will relax and less thoughts 
will be swirling in your minds. So, sure, random thoughts will come in, but they do not have to stay. Simply observe them and let them go. If you are not used to meditating, it's a good idea to begin with just a few minutes of time to sit still and quiet the mind for three minutes. Might sound easy, but it's harder than you think. What will happen over time is that you may get used to the quiet, being mindful, and come to experience a deep sense of relaxation to reduce anxiety levels, get in the habit of practicing meditation for anxiety every day. Start off with a few minutes and increase in increments up to 15 or 20 minutes per day. A great time to do this is either in the morning when you're awake or in the evening before you go to sleep. It's all right if you fall asleep while meditating in the evening. The technique may help you sleep peacefully. Also, during the day, if you feel anxiety increasing, take a few minutes to yourself and practice meditation for a few minutes. Take a few deep breaths and then concentrate on your breathing. You will find that within a couple of minutes, you, your feeling of anxiety will decrease. Meditation for anxiety is great for reducing stress and for growing spiritually. Also, another thing that meditation does is it helps you get centered. And when you get centered, it helps you get in tune with who you are and where you come from. And it helps you to kind of focus in on different aspects of your life. And in doing so, what it does is it also helps you to kind of feel as though you're getting within your feelings. And there's always classes that you can go to. Now, number three is yawn. Did you know that many athletes make themselves yawn before com competing? The same goes for speakers, musicians, and anyone else. A good yawn can help your nervous system feel safe and relaxed because it can lower the hyperactivity that occurs in the frontal lobe. It's an easy anxiety reduction tool that you can use anytime. It can also help you boost your mental awareness, which can be helpful while you're at work, taking a test, or so on. One interesting not about yawning is that it is herd behavior. It helps keep the pack from going wild, encouraging everyone to calm down. 
yawn as often as you want. Even a fake yawn has some positive effects on your body. Soften your eyes, which is number four. If you're feeling anxiety, soften your eyes like you do when you're daydreaming. When we daydream, we're not really focusing on the eyesight or anything in particular. We soften the eyes as if we're daydreaming about something we consider good. We may even smile a little. Softening of the eyes triggers the parasympathetic part of your nervous system, which actually helps you to feel less anxiety. So try it out. You simply soften the muscles around your eyes and don't focus on anything in particular. Become aware of your peripheral vision also. Expanding your awareness. Breathe slowly and allow your body to relax. This is a simple tool to help you experience less anxiety. Use various anxiety reduction techniques. I used to think I was a slave to high anxiety. Eventually, I started learning that I don't have to let it control my life. It is completely gone. No, but it's better, and I'm still learning and practicing. There are many anxiety reduction tools and techniques to help us reduce anxiety, as well as learn how to hold that anxiety without letting it freak us out. It takes time, effort, and practice. I hope you'll find these anxiety reduction tips helpful. And remember that by doing so, you are putting yourself into a great position of relating to where you come from and relating to the things that can help you to reduce anxiety. We don't always think about those things that can truly help us, but it often helps to kind of become aware of where you're at and what's happening and how you can control those things to help yourself get where you want to be. And that's what it's all about, is helping you become that truly right person that you want to be so that you can live the quality of life that you want to live. The problem is that we let other things affect us and decide how we're going to relate to what's going on in our relationships, but that's only part of what you can do to reduce the anxiety that you're feeling right now. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. I also have a membership site called askdavidashinsky.com, 
where you can take some courses on personal development and learn to change your thoughts to trans or rather transform your life by changing your thoughts. 